0: Sit back, relax, and let's start
1: the motherfucking beat! Get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, What is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today
0: that's going to get us one?
2: I mean, I don't know what's,
0: what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself... It could be a lot more sustainable.
2: Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal.
0: So here we are. It's a Sunday afternoon. I have four <coughs> sweaty dudes in my <laughs> room. Everybody have a good weekend.
2: Yes. Do definitely. you guys have any gigs or anything? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's like actually last night was one of the first like Saturday nights in a long ass time where I didn't either play a gig or go. Like to a show. Do, you, do <laughs> you guys have that thing where
0: it's like if you don't have a gig or a show to go to, it's like, like what do I do? Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: Like,
0: I <laughs> figure what so, to do with my life. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Like before we get into all of that stuff, I'm going to do my introduction. Then I'm going to let you all introduce yourselves and we'll talk about being rock and roll. Cool? Uh, Cool. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there is beer and soda in the fridge, but we are all drinking purified water. (laughs)
2: it's sunday
0: yeah too early (laughs) on the day of our lord (laughs) the reset button if you will and for anyone who doesn't know who i am talking to even after reading the episode title why don't we round table introduce ourselves and we will go go,
2: all right i gotta do this all over again we'll (laughs) go from there (laughs) hi i'm nate the lead singer i'm still in cold killer hi nate
4: I'm Kyle, uh, lead guitar, backing vocals. Hi, Kyle. I'm Curtis,
1: also on guitars and backing vocals.
5: Hi, Curtis. And I'm Pat, the drummer. Hi, Pat. That's all I do. Word.
1: (laughs) The wagon.
5: Yeah,
2: aka (laughs) Patty Patty Wagon. The (laughs)
0: The banger and the slapper,
2: (laughs) if you will. (laughs) I I won't, but...
0: (laughs) So, you guys play in a band called Stone Cold Killer, and... Mm. Yeah, you know, for lack of better terms, you're a rock and roll band. Yeah,
2: that's the best. Like no, like no
0: bullshit. Yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> uh, you're a blast. If nobody has ever gotten the chance to see you guys, you're a lot of fun. And let's uh, we'll start with like the the origins of the band. What made you all want to do rock and roll and yada yada blah blah blah. Who wants to start?
2: Uh, I'll I'll take that one. Word. Um, the origins uh actually goes back ten years kyle and i we grew up together we've known each other since like first grade and we just uh um you know uh, jam one day with a a buddy of ours who had a uh one storage unit you know down at store express in the south side yeah yeah yeah. and he had a drum kit down there and he's like hey uh, why don't you bring your bass down come jam so it did kyle it's like yeah, it'd be cool if there was a guitar here too. So he came came down. We started jamming out, and I mean shit, we had like three or four songs written,
4: like pretty quick. Yeah,
2: like just kind that of magic. Happened. Yes, very much, just like magic. Is it still that easy? Uh, oh yeah, cool. No, <laughs> I <don't>. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I actually haven't written a song in a while. We've been concentrating so much on on the um, you know release album and and gigging so much that. I haven't really been uh doing too much writing outside of just jamming a riff here and there, here or there, yeah, but uh I mean, we've got Book 'em Dan it was one of those first few songs we wrote that's ten year ten years old, we just just released it last year. It's the first time I <laughs> actually have a recording of it um and I just posted a, a live video from uh the Rex that we did. I just posted that to YouTube yesterday. Turned out pretty good. But uh, uh we I don't know, we just just wanted to play rock and roll music. Like uh So it was rock and roll from the start. From the start, yeah. Was yeah. It was out. a little
4: heavier, like we were Originally, we were a little more punk influenced, like Valiant Thor, Death by Stereo, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it kind of evolved since then into more of like a, just a straight up rock and roll. Yeah, outfit. it's funny.
0: You know, there's a lot of bands that like start as one thing and end up as something completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's always interesting to hear like the trajectory of those things, because like you think of a band like uh, Code Orange mm-hmm. when they started out as like early Code Orange kids, like yeah. they were like borderline ska. <laughs> oh really yeah yeah and then really like then that. it just slowly got heavier and mm-hmm. heavier and heavier and heavier, <laughs> and now it's like oh my god <laughs> like but yeah like you know i think when they were younger just figuring it out uh-huh. and that's it's always fun just with the evolution of bands or just like musicians in, ge- in general i'm yeah. assuming like everybody in this room was probably in another band before stone cold killer mm-hmm. we you all oh, in yeah. other bands before yep. this so like let's uh say Kyle, yeah. What other kind of bands were you in? Were they, were they all like guitar rock and roll type bands, or were uh, you in like punk bands and shit? Uh, I
4: Started out at punk bands, but I mean, I very guitar heavy driven, so there had to be you know some some ripping guitar for me to totally have any interest.
0: Yeah, you don't have like an EDM background or anything that we don't know
4: about. <laughs> no, I mean, back in the punk days, there was a little ska. I mean, I went, a through twist. A, yeah. I went through a real big fish phase yeah. for a while. Oh, okay. I'm,
0: so still in, I'm still in my real big fish phase. Yeah, had a little little horn fetish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. What about you, Curtis?
1: Um, Yeah, I played in a lot of cover bands, I guess, before this. Like some unique stuff. A friend of mine, uh, like one of the first things I did here in Pittsburgh is he played a lot of mandolin. And uh, I would play an acoustic and we would do just, you know, covers with the two of us. Uh, and then I did some, you know, different three and four and five piece cover bands. And then you started writing a little bit of originals. With well, like all kinds of different music then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, predominantly rock and roll, but you would get, you know, stuff from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. So back in the good old Spice Cafe days in Oakland. Oh, <laughs> I, say, actually,
2: I think that may be where how I met you is when you, was it was Vin Mariani.
1: Uh, well one. it was either the dangerous cousins or Vin Mariani yeah. or like Les Cousins de Strange Row. Oh uh, depending on what era that was. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, yeah,
2: yeah, Spice Cafe. <laughs> Those are some yeah, spicy yeah. names for
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spicy performances at the yeah. Spice Cafe.
1: It was yeah, it was interesting, but I, you know, covers are kind of unfulfilling after a little while, you know. People are into it and it's cool, but if you're doing nothing but that like it's not as gratifying, I guess, as creating your own music. Yeah, I have some deal.
0: friends that do a lot of the cover things and things that are related to that. It's like, oh, you know,
2: make money. I'm yeah. like,
1: ah, uh, cool, but like, <laughs> it's you know, not gonna lie, so I have a couple. Of yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, like, make money. That's
2: why. That's why I work none You know, every Monday through Friday. I don't care about you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's but yeah,
0: whatever. I'm not gonna knock anyone's hustle if they wanna play their you know thing. So that's, I, I that's, mean that's honestly I, to I, 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 I
2: like playing covers sorry really talk over here. I like no. playing covers but I, but like you said if you mix it in as part of your original music mm-hmm. throw in two or three covers per because it, it gets the audiences you know they perk up like oh it gets their attention after they one. hear three or four yeah they hear three or four like i will never heard this song it's pretty cool but I can't sing along to it no, yeah. and then all of a sudden they hear Rocket Queen, like, holy shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, we played last night, and the one band, they covered
0: a Maiden song. I can't remember which song it was off the top of my head right now, uh, but it was so funny because, like, everybody was just, like, the whole set, you know, people were just kind of, like, hanging out. Then they played that, and then just, like, some, some bar rat comes crawling over and is, like, dancing around. <laughs> like, this is the
3: best! <laughs>
0: like, all right. And then... After they were done, she went right back to whatever she was doing. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how much it really worked for them. But, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Iron Maiden. Pat. Oh, yeah. Yes. What were you banging and slapping on before? I this I used band? to be in
5: a punk band called Drunk by Six. OK. Pat, Pat. Wasted. Yeah. I, <laughs> my mom was Pat Wasted back then. I love the bands that like
0: when everybody has like the, the nicknames for, uh, you know, all the members mm-hmm. and it somehow ties in with the band. That's always fun. Yeah, everybody stadium. loves
5: the nickname Pat Wasted except for girlfriends, ex girlfriends. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, you were known as Pat Wasted. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, were you?
2: Wasted? Yeah. 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 He was drunk by six, probably. Yeah. 530. That's maybe a really a good band name, that. actually.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, <right? laughs> that's a killer name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did quite well, like stickers and shirts. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like a very sell. marketable name. I almost just want to kick it back up just to sell T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So kind of let's, let's evolve. Let's, let's move this
0: conversation into business mode. Motherfuckers yeah. Business <laughs> talking about marketability and branding and things like that. Yes. Uh, being an independent band now in the year 2018 year of our lord we have a really hard time you have to juggle all of this shit right like yeah. you got to be more than just a band unfortunately uh-huh. you got to be like a social media guru and like a marketing master yeah how has stone cold killer adapted to this current climate of being a independent band
4: uh, I will say that we've all kind of taken on separate roles, uh, depending on the social media platform. Uh, we kind of split up, <laughs> split up those duties. Uh, our bass player who wasn't able to make it today, uh, he normally handles a lot of our Facebook stuff, like promoting, uh, pages, promoting events, stuff like that. Nate and I normally take, Nate's the Twitter guy. I'm the Instagram guy. Uh, actually we all kind of, there's overlap for all of it. Yeah. 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 Know. Like
0: you all have access to it, but, yeah. um, there's like a couple people that, maintain like responding to messages and creating posts and things like that that's Mm -hmm. the same thing with gray walker it's yeah yeah you like it do you like you enjoy instagram kyle
4: uh i mean it can be tedious but i mean it's ultimately the end goal is is positive so yeah it's, it's a good time
0: uh Nate, you're you're dealing with the. Oh no, you're not dealing with the Facebook. You're I, with Twitter.
4: I, I, I How's dude, Twitter, Twitter guy?
2: On? I heart like even like we're very. Uh, I'm terrible at you Twitter. You typed with Trump on Twitter. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he did. He did. He was using the uh, the term "locked and loaded" a uh. lot <laughs> last summer. we were talking about the, like North Korea uh-huh. and, uh, but I I was I. I, I steered clear of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I was like that's a uh, song title but of ours but how is uh, how anyway. is Twitter for you I've always had a hard time on I that suck platform. at it I just flat out suck at it I don't know like it tries on my wheel we, we I don't like I don't know how to get more followers I i don't know what like you you have to follow a bunch of people and then they follow you back can you just buy them i don't know like it's just kind of a pain in the ass so facebook and, and instagram are what we uh rely on yeah mainly for i think promotion twitter's really hard for people and bands unless
0: like i don't know you're really into like controversy mm-hmm. then i think that I think in general, you need to be like good at controversy, uh, be good at Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. um, it's it's so strange. All the different social media platforms really cater to different personality types for sure. And trying to like operate them all at once makes me feel like a schizophrenic person.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. It's a good one. Too. Uh
0: and uh I can't do it. I I just I can't. It's 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 nope. Nope. I've I've tapped out there's certain things that I'm just like, I'm
2: never gonna be good at Twitter. Yeah. And I don't wanna be good at it. No. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't want I don't so
2: fuck it. Like, yeah, that's you look when you see some of the people who are good at it, I think like, you know, I don't, I don't
0: do, you, really. <laughs> do you guys mess with the stories at all, like the Instagram stories? Although I love Facebook those. Facebook
2: Live, yeah. I love those because it's just, you know, like Snapchat and stuff like that where you can just go like, all right, here, and like 10 second video, boom, done. Put, put your phone back in your pocket, enjoy whatever the hell you're doing. That, like, I didn't, like, I'm really su- surprised that, like, how much time I can spend on a single Instagram or Facebook post, where I'll sit there and like oh, totally. type it out, or like and I'm like, no, no, you know, well, like go back and revise it and, uh-huh. it, and like, I for whatever reason, you know, some people I, I, with Twitter, I like the word vomit. I think that's one of the things that makes someone good at Twitter, and what makes me suck at Twitter is that I actually stop and think. Oh yeah about what i'm going to put out there first yeah, yeah no you have to be very uh just
0: act mm-hmm. don't think just fucking throw things out there the thing that i really like about the instagram stories that other or facebook story both the stories mm-hmm. in general is whenever you post something the only way you know anybody's like the only gauge that you have to see if somebody saw it or interacted with it is if they like it. Right. Mm. But with the stories, it actually shows you like, Oh, like seen by right. this Swipe many people. Right so whether they like, like, whether they like, cause I don't give a shit if somebody likes what I'm doing or not, you don't got to right. like, thumbs it up. You don't got to leave a comment, but I just want to know that people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. Cause Absolutely. sometimes you put shit out there and it's like, are my posts being blocked? Do people even see this shit? (laughs) But we recently started getting into like using the stories and I'm looking, it's like, you know, it's seen by 400 people. I'm like, holy shit. Cool. I guess we'll keep doing this so I can at least know that there's people seeing this stuff that Uh we're putting out there. Curtis and Pat, how are you guys on social media? Um,
5: I work for a uh, web hosting company, so oh, okay. that's like the last thing I want to do when I'm not <laughs> at work. So I'm glad that they're very proficient. Okay, so. he just but, he just
2: got an Instagram recently, but I'm like
5: we I like very OCD, them. so it's it's really hard for me. Like I think Nate is kind of like that too, and you just want to make everything so perfect. Mm, it just takes yeah an hour and a half to make a basic post. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's
2: it's it, it can be very very silly. Yeah, it's like did I did I tag everyone that I needed to like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like, so but
0: I mean like overall bad. like outside of social media, and uh, what about just like you know like merch and CDs? There's a CD here on the table yes. and like recording stuff, marketing, all oh. that jazz. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know how's all of that been going oh, for you? You, you got
2: something new coming out, right? We've beefed it up quite a bit in the in the recent (laughs) that's ours that's our full Um, length we just dropped. beefed up our uh our merch game in uh the last year or so we basically used to bit like have like a t-shirt and we would most of the time like keep it in the keep them in a duffel bag in the van and not even bother bringing them into the show. yeah now i'm like we get we get to the place like all right where are we setting the merch up like clear away like let's make have you yeah. seen like return from that like is it working out for you guys you oh selling shit yeah yeah for sure I mean it like you said a lot of it it's not even so much about like oh are we uh, I mean a band is a business and you do want to make money but at the same time there is there's a value in just getting your like brand in your name or face or whatever totally. out there like you were saying it's like as long as people are seeing it and they're aware of it that in and of itself can be as valuable as somebody actually you know shelling out cash for yeah
0: it's cool it's like one of those things where like as a band with gray walker I'll just I'm not going to get into other bands. We'll just, I'll just, we'll just leave it <laughs> at Greywalker. We'll keep it simple. Yeah. But it's really cool because like the band's been very self-sufficient just based off of merch and things mm-hmm. like that. With the new album that we've done, like we didn't have to pull one penny out of our own pockets mm-hmm. just from, you know, the past couple years just playing shows, selling merch, saving the money. And then you know, we go out of town. We could pay for the gas. Like, you know, it's very self-sustaining mm-hmm. and that's cool. So that's convenient because it does suck, you know, having to put your own money in the shit, But it does happen. I mean, like you already have like your instruments and shit like that that you got to worry about so it's like you know on top of that do you want to be paying for all this other shit it sucks but it's cool if you're able to start generating income and it's also cool because just the fact that somebody's like hey i want to give you money from my pocket for like a t-shirt because i want to like wear your band's t-shirt like
4: that's cool like word yeah. It's all about the cleverness of the design, too. Like oh, Bray yeah. Walker's T-shirts are pretty tight. So thank you. you know,
0: <laughs> the idea is to always make a shirt where if somebody doesn't even give a fuck about your band, they'd still want to wear. It. Yeah, yep. like, that's
4: cool. Like, cool like, art, you yeah. know, yep.
0: like and then part of it, too, is like, OK, cool art that, you know, somebody might want to wear or somebody that's maybe a little drunk is just going to buy <laughs> and maybe they'll regret it the next day. <laughs>
2: But <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever. No, it's all sales are final. <laughs> Dude, that that is like you gotta hang on, hang out till the bitter end. At gigs. Oh, definitely. You, that last like the last few minutes when everyone's like, Well I think we pack it up." We're like, "No way!" That's when you. That's when you sell. That's when you sell that last like you know couple of t-shirts or whatever. Oh yeah. From that drunk guy. It's like, no oh, man. Yeah. That was- easy easy song you guys played was fucking rad. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Last night, I was like starting to pack up merch because everybody had gone, and then like the bartender ran over. She's like, Hey, I want to get something. Yeah, I was like, oh, there okay, you cool. <laughs> like, glad you caught me because we were about to fucking, <laughs> you know, load this shit out. But it is important to stick around. That's yeah, a mess- for sure. message for the bands listening. <laughs> stick around. Yeah, yeah, half
2: the battles just, even if the band
0: shit. There. <laughs> you take the money. You need it. Just save it up. You know.
4: Yeah. Another branding tactic we do too is uh, we have a plethora of stickers, and anytime we go out on a Friday night, we don't have a gig or anything. Just plaster stickers in whatever yeah, bathroom or whatever. We bar. need
0: to do that. I've thought about that because I see other bands with their stickers around. And I'm like, man, you gotta get. Yeah, you gotta be your street team. You know. <laughs> we have stickers too. We just, you know, we keep them at the merch table. If we're at a venue, I might post them up, like, you know, yeah. at the venues, but we don't just walk around. But I also don't go out. Oh, they're left, <laughs> so that's they're, another yeah. thing, too. Yeah. Just
2: pot, paste your own apartment with stickers. Like, you know. <laughs> <That rental.
0: laughs> now, outside of the band, you know, you had mentioned that you're doing web design or web development or some, something with computers yeah. and the Internet and future future jobs. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. What is everybody else doing outside
2: of rocking and rolling to keep themselves afloat? I work construction. Yeah, as as you might be able to tell from my, my bronzed shoulders, and uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I uh flip houses and that kind of shit.
0: Yeah, and how long have you been doing that?
2: Uh, about a year and a half or so. Actually, we just did one last summer right down the street from here. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's us was, uh, driving up here. I was like, I'm pretty sure I know where the street is because I'm right around the corner from where we uh, flipped the house last summer. But uh, uh, I enjoy it. I it's I, I, The way I put it is I I hate going to work, but I like my job. You know what I mean? Totally. you <laughs> like, waking up at 6 a.m. every day and kind of. Yeah, that could be rough, yeah. right? Yeah. It is rough. Can be. It is. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but uh-huh. I like it. Yeah, I guess it uh forces you to be a little bit more responsible in some things. Uh huh I don't I mean I don't know how well that's working for you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean it, it at least has you thinking about it maybe a little yes. more.
4: That's the first step about you, Kyle. What are you doing outside of guitar? Uh, I'm actually a bat biologist for an environmental consulting firm. So uh, what? <laughs> yeah, you heard him. Yeah.
0: What the fuck is that? That sounds uh,
4: sweet. So essentially, I work for a firm that try that helps um, you know people that are trying to develop land or whatever get all of the environmental permits that they would need, things like that. And in this area. Um, the hardest part of getting a land permit is getting your <laughs> concurrence through fish and wildlife service, yada, yada. There are two endangered bats in this area that are kind of stalling, uh, any kind of land development. And huh. I'm one of the guys they call to go, the N area for bats, and I set up nets and try to catch them and identify them. How the fuck do you get into that <laughs> school? Yeah, no, I went to school for biology and I school just kind of for bats. I actually didn't go to school for bats, <laughs> I, I fell into that role. Uh, my company kept having this issue where bats kept coming up and it kept being a huge headache for us. So they got me a $600 rabies shot and asked me to kind of specialize in bats. <laughs> uh, $600. Yeah, so so, that's so our, now I'm immune that's to rabies.
2: Next, that's our next single right there. It's <laughs> (laughs)
0: uh i was just at the the milwaukee zoo and they have a really awesome bat section oh yeah yeah nice is it like fruit bats or all kinds of all kinds of bats that's pretty and they even have like a separate area for the bats that are like hurt or things like that so like they can like heal in an area where the bats aren't going to be like crazy dominant over them and stuff bat rehab yeah my girlfriends and all that shit she's really into it um I have a really funny story about bats. I'll share with everybody.
4: Hell yeah. Cool.
0: It's from when I was a kid. So one day I grew up in this apartment complex over in Braddock Hills called the forest. Mm. And uh, it's just an apartment complex like surrounded by trees. It's not really in a forest, but there's a lot of trees around. And uh, I woke up one day as a kid and I had to go pee or whatever. And I go in the bathroom and I see something in the tub it's like brown and slimy and i thought it was like a turd <laughs> and i was like i was like you know but i'm like half awake and i was like is there a turd in the tub and i'm like looking at it and all of a sudden like wings come out it was a fucking bat <laughs> and i um run out of the bathroom you know i shut the door wake up my mom I'm like mom there's a bat in the bathroom she's like what and she goes in she does ah! screams shuts the door so this apartment complex there was a a groundskeeper who was like this old dude with like leather skin that was like you know he would always just be like mowing the lawn taking like the one dude that took care of everything so we had to call this dude and he fucking comes to the he comes to get this bat out of our bathroom and he's wearing a fucking like beekeeper suit (laughs) And he has like one of those fucking like uh things that you clean leaves out of a swimming pool. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And you just see this fucking is like you know, like, walks in, just walks into the bathroom. Then you just hear all this, like, bumping around <laughs> and all this crazy shit going on. And then he, like, comes out and he has the fucking bat in this thing and just fucking, like, leaves, not saying a word.
2: <laughs> Never saw him again.
0: <laughs> and that was it. And then, like, I remember for the longest time I was trying to figure out, like, how a bat got into the bathroom. I guess he maybe had our patio open or something. Yeah. But, yeah,
4: cool. that's my bat story. Uh, that's a good bat <laughs> maybe story. Maybe came
2: in through the drain. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I always wonder. I was
0: like, did it come up through the drain? Maybe that's I why know. it was so
2: slimy. It was so weird. <laughs> weird.
0: I don't know, man. But that's a that's a cool job. Thanks, man. How long have you been doing that? Uh,
4: probably about seven or eight years now. Wow. Yeah, mm. so you're in it. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And now I'm immune to rabies, like I said. So you got any <laughs> so raccoon like or dog
0: $600 can get you immune to rabies forever?
4: Well, you have to get a booster shot every year. But uh, yeah. yeah, for the most part, yes, for sure. Okay and this the the serum they inject you with is like radioactive purple too so you feel like you take on a superpower
2: serum yep that's
4: what (laughs) we'll refer to it as a serum
0: (laughs) oh man do you feel a little bit more fearless now like about the rabies thing like are you less afraid of like roaming dogs and other things you might encounter raccoons Raccoons, yeah that kind
4: of thing yeah for sure
2: You I ever, know, I'm always worried about rabies. Do you ever like
0: encounter some shit that like you aren't expecting to while you're trying to track
4: down bats? Uh yeah, honestly, I hate uh flying squirrels with a passion now at this point. <laughs> They're such assholes.
1: Yeah. There's a whole subgroup of yeah, people no, on the internet no. that are angry at you right now for that comment. But
4: no, when we set up our nets, you know, the goal is to try to catch a bat and you know and you catch, you catch all of kinds shit. of night creatures of the night, and flying squirrels normally decimate, you know, very expensive. Nets and setups and that could ruin your whole night whenever wow, you have to take I didn't realize night. we had that many flying
0: squirrels in the area
4: They're actually you know a lot more prevalent than you'd you'd expect but they only a lot of them are nocturnal So they come out more at night.
0: That's gnarly
4: <laughs> Yeah,
0: wow Okay. (laughs) Curtis,
1: what are you doing? Uh, It's slightly less interesting than catching creatures of the night, but um, uh, I work for a construction company doing um, essentially a lot of project management. So, design stuff, you know, bidding. a lot of that stuff. We specialize in doing swimming pools actually. So I've seen a guy he doesn't wear it normally, you know, the beekeeper suit, but I've seen a guy <laughs> with a pool cleaning, you know, device. So it's really interesting. Um, we do commercial work and we do high end residential work. Uh, so, you've probably so you get seen to some see shit. some interesting homes. Yeah. I mean, you get, you really do get to see some pretty interesting stuff. I mean, the, the, you know, a lot of like institutional works where you're working for like, you know, university or a construction company in a university, it's all cut and dry, you know, like you yeah. get your plans and submittals and stuff. In. So
0: that like, people come to you with like ideas and then you have to like make it a reality in sense, or is there like yeah. somebody else that already does that before it gets to you? Both, actually. Okay. Good.
1: So competitive bid work, you know, you're just getting a set of plans and you're bidding against other people. Um, and then you have other pools where people just come to you, and they'll. Some of them are pretty interesting. Like they get kind of crazy like, ideas. What was online. Like, like the most wild idea you've got? <clears throat> um, well, recently we're we're building a a pool for a homeowner, and they got a waterfall. They're getting a waterfall built. And where's so, is so, Hugh um, or something. outside of Pittsburgh, know. we'll outside just go P- with that. Okay. Um, and they, oh, they were sweet. building a real natural rock waterfall and they had a rock that weighed like 39,000 pounds moved Jesus. from where, I don't know. I guess wherever the Flintstones <laughs> live, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> what like, even
0: used to move something that heavy? <laughs> a
1: Very, very large crane. And it was cool. So I got to see some video of it. One of the guys went out and, uh, he, like he came back and I was just like, you, when you see it in scale of like, you know, there's like a dude. On or next to that rock and you're like, yeah, in a picture, it's just on the back of a truck. You're like, yeah, it's a big rock, you know, (laughs) but then there's a guy standing beside it and you're like. So, I mean, you like I said, I get to see some interesting stuff. What kind of fuck do you have to be (laughs) to be
0: like, oh, like, let's just get a fucking 40,000 pound (laughs) rock, put it in the backyard. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, You know, how does that thing just not like. Fall through the ground. That seems like so much
1: weight, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's because the earth is a much bigger rock. No yeah, how big I don't know, man. There's
1: a lot of other rock and a lot of concrete so. with it.
0: I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. I, just, I just, I can't imagine there's a vehicle that could
4: carry that. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's, like yeah. an army it, tank? It, it was huge. It know? was like this crazy looking like flatbed essentially. And they had these two gigantic straps around it with some rubber mats. So it didn't, you know, How like, many tires slip. do you
0: think that thing had?
1: I think, I don't know. It had probably at least four axles, I was going to guess. Like three, four axles. Man. Yeah, it it was really cool. So you get to see some interesting stuff on the residential side of work, you know? So
0: what about, uh, okay, so bands, families, things like, uh, I'm spacing on the way I want to put this, but people in our lives that aren't in the band and people that we don't work with, significant others, families, and things like that. Do you, had any, any of you grow up with like parents that were in bands or do you have like family members that come out to shows or people cool with it? Or are
2: they like, you know, I wish you would fucking grow the fuck up. (laughs) That kind of shit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Secretly in in the back (laughs) of their minds. That's what my parents think. But (laughs) no, my dad is my dad's a musician and that's, I mean, that's how I got into music. Still to this day, two of my favorite, uh, bands artists are billy joel and steely dan because that's just like what my dad was into and uh just grew up listening to that he he played piano and uh a really good singer too and um he come he's come to a handful of shows uh him my mom came to the rex the show at the rex uh back in uh, a few months ago and uh yeah they they seem to enjoy themselves and it's it's always fun when your, you know your parents show up and like ham it up make sure everyone knows oh, okay. hey mom and dad are here <laughs> like, it's a rock and roll show now <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah that's i that's how i got into music is cuz my dad um i was uh you know played uh piano and everything growing up like and his my great my grandfather his my dad's dad was actually in a barbershop quartet nice <laughs> yeah wow. When he was going, um, like when my dad was younger and, uh, my mom ma- or my, my, uh, grandma, his mom played organ in their, uh, church, uh, you know, for, for their church and, you know, sang in the choir and all that. So yeah, I've, I've been, uh, surrounded by music my whole life, kind of in my DNA, I guess. Awesome. Yeah.
0: What about the arrest of y'all, mm-hmm. Pat? What about you?
5: Oh uh, yeah, um, I lost my dad when I was about twelve, but okay. he was like always a guy that was like, "You're never going to amount to anything in life." unless no, unless you know, unless you're a musician. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> total opposite. Okay, but, yeah, I wasn't expecting nah. that to go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <You're left laughs> I
0: was
1: like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. exactly. So
5: in about fifth grade, I quit playing the trumpet, and my mom had to hide him from the band director. You know, an open house, but I started playing drums in high school. So yeah, I started playing so, trumpet and started playing a real instrument, right? Well, I went from trumpet to piano, right. so right. I did play a little bit of music growing up, but uh, yeah, mainly started playing drums in high school. Gotcha. My buddy uh, that I BMX with, he had to pay a, a speeding ticket, and he was like, want to buy my drums? I was like, yes!
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> the rest is... I was already kind of good at playing drums, you know, air drums. Yeah. You know, I just knew what <laughs> yeah. handed which, so. huh. about like
0: uh, people in your life now? I mean, I understand that, you know, a lot of people don't like that you're called Pat Wasted or you were They like
5: the paddy wagon wagon a lot better now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those people like anybody like say like significant others or whatever. They cool with like being in you being in the band, coming out to shows, shit like that.
5: Yeah. My girlfriend, Elizabeth, very supportive. Um, My mom's older, so she never comes out. But I can get my sister and my my nephews out. Yeah, I mean, they live, what, like 30 miles away, so it's not easy for them, but they'll still come out. Yeah, Yeah. now with
0: like 30 miles, I know that's like a little kind of a good way of getting into uh, playing shows outside of the city. Is that something that you guys get to do often or? You try to do, or are you just like, eh, whatever, we'll play if we can. Fight.
4: Well, we try to get out of the city as much as possible, just because yeah. oversaturation is definitely a real well, thing. I
0: know you were just on tour recently, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were uh, fortunate enough to go on a Midwest-Northeast tour with uh, a band called Black Pussy. Yes. Uh, they're pretty awesome guys, but uh, we learned a lot of stuff, gained a lot of good connections. It was a really good time. And that actually mm-hmm. forced us to up our merch game even more, so... We're on point with merch at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's got it down to a science. Yeah. Load, unload, t shirt fold, he's got it. He's got so, a yeah. system. I
2: don't know. I like getting getting out there and like getting and putting yourself in front of people that don't see see you every fucking day. Exactly. I mean? <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. You know, like we play gigs and then you know, you you're on a first name basis with everyone in the crowd. Totally. You know? <laughs>
0: and then like I <laughs> mean like When you guys play, it's like it's it's out there in a good way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like when you have a bunch of your friends, it's like, okay, you know, we get it. You know, Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. fucking jagoffs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're out of
4: town, it's like, holy
0: fuck, are these guys for real?
4: Yeah, I mean, we're taking a page out of Grey Walker's book, too. I mean, we have this our album release set for June 23rd, so we're trying to not do any sh- a lot of local shows before and after that just to cr- try to, like I said, prevent oversaturation, make people actually want to come to the show. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is like one thing. <laughs> it's like you start playing so much that you don't even want to go to the shows. <laughs> How
3: are you going to get anybody else yeah. to come out? Yeah, Yep. 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, good boy. <laughs> so it's important to like really keep it fun. Like as much as with Grey Walker's like super business focused, if we're doing something, we want to do it good and have our little press kit all set up and mm. film our videos, make everything look good. It's still, it's like, well, we're doing that because it's like fun to like try mm-hmm. to do it right. If we're going to mm-hmm. take the time to do it, I want to make sure it's like good. I don't want to like
1: half-ass waste my it. time
0: on some yeah, exactly on half that shit, but it's still like, well, we're not super concerned with like playing all the time. We're going to
2: have somebody crowd surfing in your video. Make sure they're on an inflatable eggplant, you know,
1: yes, <laughs> kind of shit. Yes. Whole yeah. asset. You want a whole asset, not yes. half asset. Yes. Go so with the whole it's, asset.
0: It's super crucial for us. So June 23rd. Yeah. Was the the yes. album's coming out. Is this the new one right yeah, here?
2: Yeah, this is, the, this is the. All
4: right. Let me let me look at this real quick. So it's already out. But our official release show okay. is the 23rd at Cativo in Lawrenceville. Yeah, uh, Your admission on. comes with a CD, with the album and digital download as well. So you come to the show, you get the music to nice. go home with.
0: You get a little sticker in here and a little download code.
2: Yeah, yeah that's – I was yeah. – yeah, that's a uh, – my brother made that, did that design. And uh, we to put that uh, neon – in fact, got our – what did you refer to yourself as the
4: art director VP
2: of a, <laughs> <laughs> the art director. um yeah so
4: yeah I'm the Photoshop guy too yeah so. cool he's the guy did most of the album the actual the al- actually the album art uh the cover art though was a guy named Josh Henderson who's pretty awesome and we gave him is an idea
0: a local he gentleman? is a
4: local guy he uh we gave him just a general idea of what we were looking for and he knocked it out of the park it was pretty mm-hmm. sweet cool so
0: this is available now online yep can people get it at the stonecoldkiller.bandcamp.com yes Yes, you can absolutely along
4: with any kind of other sek swag you'd like oh merchandise and stuff merch yeah Mm -hmm. so you're doing merch on bandcamp Uh,
0: yeah mm -hmm. cool yeah uh we've done merch on bandcamp and then had like a big cartel page we have a like a website website now where we have all the merch Mm -hmm. on there but it's all the same yeah
2: yeah that's what we're what we're uh working on too is uh we actually have the domain name but yeah we are finding someone (laughs) (laughs)
5: motivation on my part would have
2: i
0: I like um the website thing it's one thing i'm trying to do now with um getting people off of social media like and then come into our like website that's like our place where everything you know doesn't look the same as everybody else's thing and it's our little environment I'm hoping a lot more people adapt that method because I don't know the there's no like good online platform for bands to really share their shit right now. It's like a, such a bummer, like Bandcamp's pretty cool. But there's just unfortunately not a lot of people that just sign up for Bandcamp pages because they want to yeah. explore underground music. You can. Mm-hmm. And that's great that that features there. But it's just a, such a small population of people that are actually like doing that. Yeah. So you just mostly have people, other people in bands. And that's important too. You know, yeah. those, those are Honestly, good people to reach like, out to
2: when it comes to at least just the music. I usually just direct people to Spotify. I feel like that's the main way people listen to music. Yeah. Anyways. but It's, like, it's, see, it's also
0: like, stuff. I don't know. Just Spotify is so like cold looking. Yeah. It's yeah. so
2: just like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't, like, yeah, I, don't, I hate not, it. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean you need to have it, yeah, but exactly. do you,
2: but do you, but do you, <laughs> I, I I, you know? I don't know.
4: Do you? I think... We're going to resurrect probably... our MySpace page. Yeah,
2: we... <laughs> 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 it's probably out there. still out there somewhere. 2009 or Stone something.
0: Cold Killer's been a band long enough to have a MySpace
2: page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. 2008. We played our first gig in April of 2008, I think. And we were a three-piece. I played bass at the time. Yeah,
0: I was going to ask, like, how has the lineup changed in the um, past 10
2: years? I was going to... I've played... I played every instrument besides drums in this band. Okay, (laughs) and been the lead singer the whole time. But uh, uh, the original lineup was just a we were a three piece. Um, I played bass. Kyle played guitar, and uh, our friend, uh, another friend from Punksy, played drums. And then he, after he graduated.
4: Pharmacy, Pharmacy school. Pharmacy school.
2: He moved back to Poncet, and so we uh, got uh, another drummer, Party Pete Masinski, Uh <laughs> who uh, he was our drummer for uh, better part of a, of of the uh, decade. I mean, you, about a year and a half or so. You've been a little our, over a year, I think. So, yeah. So up until then, pretty much that whole time was Pete was our drummer, uh, and then. Uh, Kyle moved to Nashville at one point, and that's when Curtis came in, and then uh, Kyle rejoined. You know, a couple of years back, after we we, uh, we we did a Guns N' Roses tribute set for Halloween a couple of years ago, and I was playing rhythm guitar and singing at the time. And I'm like, I'm not gonna. It's hard enough to do either one of those things oh, for like, Guns N' Roses. Sorry. Totally. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to play and sing them. But I know Kyle, you're is a slash disciple. He already knows all the shit. He's my boy. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, let's just have him have him play uh play with us and I'll just sing. And then I got I got yeah, never I, left. I, I, I got a taste for it. I was like, <laughs> ah, I like this. <laughs> uh-huh. I get to move around a lot more. And it's I mean it it helps to act like to the actual act of singing. Um when you're not having to play an instrument i the way I'm able to you know contort myself and you know have better control over my uh my whole you know vocal range when I'm not having to stand in one spot and you know yeah the mic stand I'm actually able to like and concentrate yeah. on so much other
4: stuff mm-hmm. it, it definitely uh influenced the direction the sound direction of the band too because Nate is an amazing guitar player. Um, but he will never claim to be a solo or a lead guy. And when Nate was able to, you know, focus on being a kick-ass lead singer, you know, now we have two leads. Yeah, so just, we do a lot of Thin Lizzy type yeah. guitar harmony stuff these days, and it's it's pretty awesome. That's rad. Do you still play? Get to play guitar at all?
2: Oh, I mean, just in in my free just time. Around, don't, yeah. yeah, but I, I don't do know. you um.
0: In terms of, like, writing songs, you know, do you, like, write any guitar stuff still, like, come up with ideas and bring it to the table?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I That's think usually, last week you texted. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, like, every once in a while, like, I'll just pick up a guitar. I don't know. I mean, it has to be,
0: like, a really cool advantage to be like, oh, like, I'm the lead singer and I have this melody in mind and I know, like, they can come up with like, the perfect guitar thing yeah. for it. So, here, yeah. check this out and then, you know
2: trick it out and get nuts yeah with that's it. Uh, like the uh, skeleton that's exactly like I'll just have like a basic riff or something and yeah. then I'll bring it to these guys and they'll make it kick ass and you know and then we'll like work on it and, and, and then you throw harmony on there or whatever and it's you know uh, just all comes together in that way it's not like one person just like all right I have this complete song play it note for note like oh I'll, yeah that's
0: such a bummer know? yeah <laughs>
4: That's, that has happened, though. I'm not yeah. going to say that. I mean, it does happened, happen
0: every once in a while. I mean, sometimes yeah. if you write a song
2: and it's good, mm-hmm. I don't have see. <laughs> I don't. Have, I don't have the attention span to finish a song. I have the ideas, and I'm like, "Here, guys, take, and then we take run it, with run it. with it, and maybe jam on a, a riff or whatever." But I, uh, do, you, do you play any instruments? Not really. I mean, I mess with this stuff.
0: You know, I make That's, all. I make that, all. I do all my. My beats and all right. that, all that stuff. But I don't like play guitar or anything like that.
2: But still, you're you're making something out of nothing, like yes, creating. Yes, yes. And so you you know the feeling of like I need my w- instrument or whatever. It, I, I there's just times where I'm like I need a guitar in my hands right now. I don't. I can't explain it, but I have this. This something is gonna happen you put a guitar in my hand oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a riff comes out and it just, yeah, out that's it. Yeah. Air.
0: I have those days when I'm at work and it's just like, I don't know exactly like what it is, but it's just like, I just feel like I, if I, if I go home, I could probably make a really good beat right yeah, now. Exactly. You know, it's like,
3: get exactly. Down. I don't have
0: any like particular
2: idea in mind. It's just like uh-huh. the energy's there. Exactly. You, you like can't force focus. it. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just happens. And that's, that's to me, one of the coolest things about, about music is just picking picking something out of thin air wasn't there before, and it just you're you just had this impulse to make it you know that's i one of my one of the things I like most about it
0: yeah that's I really really like just yeah those those moments I hate whenever I have to like slave over an idea it's like you know. Mm-hmm you need to just accept like this ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, like this song isn't going to work. It's just like, I'm sitting there like, uh-huh. for, like hours, like you know, just trying to make something happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's like, I feel like the best
4: songs are the ones that just,
2: yeah. The ones they, that, that took you however long the watching. song is, that's how long it took you to write it. No. Like, yeah, basically, It <laughs> wasn't
4: happen organically yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, like it's like, obviously there's always like, you kind of have like parts and then, You gotta figure out what the structure of it's gonna be. And some things get swapped around, but usually if it's like too difficult, it's like really easy for me to just like like, uh, abandon it. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like with Greywalker, we had so much stuff that we were just like, ain't happening. You know, like easily like seven or eight songs. We're like really nope, nope, ain't gonna like they're close, but it's just not Mm. there. Yeah, like you know, can't force it. But it's part of the process though. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I can't imagine, like, can you imagine, like, every single thing that you do, you release?
1: Like, every idea oh, like, you come up with, go, <laughs> you... you. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's for the box set in, like, 30 yeah, years, yeah, where yeah. you have all of the, them, and they all come <laughs> out, then, right?
4: B-sides.
0: <clears throat> I yeah. always feel, like, really, really bad about, like, the artists that have passed and like all of their stuff that they probably never wanted anybody to hear is just getting released for profit now yeah. it's, like, it's so like mm. I don't think anybody wanted us to hear
2: these things like it's no.
0: not what they intended mm.
2: yeah if, it's they a bummer. It, if they wanted us to hear it they would have released it yeah you know <laughs> back when they were alive and I mean that's not like happening with Prince mm-hmm. like at the moment yeah, he's what is his sister is I'm not in, sure. in charge of in charge of his uh, estate or whatever, and he has like something like a thousand unreleased songs that they're going to put out over you know the next however many years. I could be totally no, wrong. but no, I'm pretty I, sure that no, like I did definitely hear something about
0: Prince and having a large catalog of unreleased music that people are planning
2: on releasing, yeah. and it's kind of like a like yeah. I'm, I'm sure Prince would be super stoked about that. Yeah, that's definitely what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, happen. yeah. He, he wasn't like,
0: and <laughs> he wasn't a perfectionist by any means. He was just, just
3: release anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's
1: man. like Jimi Hendrix still releasing albums. Like, yeah. how long has that guy been dead for? Like, how are you still releasing any of that stuff? Maybe he's not. Where is that buried at?
2: Maybe he's on an island with Tupac and Elvis. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You got to wonder, too, like you have a lot of that stuff. Um, this is just a speculation. like You have uh, guitar players and like, you know, it's like all this like unreleased instrumental material. Like, is it really or is it just like somebody that's really good at emulating that style? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like all these like L.A. dudes just releasing stuff. And it's like whoever owns Jimi Hendrix's estate. It's like, hey, you know, do you care if we do this? Or maybe they don't know and it's just like, oh, hey, by the way, we found these tapes. And they're like, yeah, sounds about right. OK, cool. We'll sell, least, yeah. so.
1: we'll sell them to you.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't like to think the world's like that, but it probably is. It yeah. Probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Scary, scary times we are living in. Scary times.
2: Scary times.
3: But it's that's awesome. it No. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, see you next week
0: yeah so um wrapping up here shortly we're getting close the um June 23rd is the show um
2: Mm Cativo who else is playing on that bill uh Some Kind of Animal and Horace Mays okay yeah it's gonna be a rock and roll show Nice.
4: Yeah, the uh, lead singer keyboard player from Some Kind of Animal was actually a guest uh, artist on our album. He played keys on a song. So. That's fun. Yeah, we're going to bring him up for the song whenever we play it. Yeah. How'd you get linked up with them? Uh, Nate's known uh, Tony, uh, the keyboard player, singer, for a long time. And uh, we had this song written, and it has a very Black Crowzy vibe to it. And we're like, this could actually use some keys. This yeah, would be yeah, yeah. Cool. Tony, and Nate's like, hey, I know a guy. So. <laughs> Took I the song gotta, yeah. to him. He worked it out in no time at all, mm. right? That's always the best. I love, like,
0: one of the things I think of being, like, the benefits of being, like, uh, like 10 years deep in the scene, even, like, longer, is, like, you know all these people mm-hmm. now. Whenever you have an idea, most of the time, it's not that unfeasible to just figure it out. It's always, like, I know a guy. Yep. Yeah. That was, like, us with the hot sauce. We were just joking around <laughs> about, like, Oh, like we'd be fucking cool to make a hot sauce bands do that and Evan's like I know a guy <laughs> he went to high school with the dude that owns Allegheny 84. City Farms so it was just like okay cool that know was a guy. fun show
4: with you guys too. that was a blast yeah. that was a blast <laughs> cool. wasn't that
0: originally supposed to be your CD release show
4: uh, that was our EP or EP show. release show yeah, or something it was, there was yeah. something yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember we got, we yeah. got, uh... <laughs> I think that was what a, a year ago like two a year ago two weeks ago, yeah, ago, last yeah. Ago. Yeah. I think it was last week a year ago yeah I knew that was like supposed to be like a release show for you guys. I couldn't remember. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, We just kept pushing it back, procrastinating the hell out of it. You know, it's what we do best. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, but here we are a year later. You
0: got a full length on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, um, let's, was this, um, self-produced? Where'd you record it? How'd that all come? about? Yeah,
2: it was, yeah. Um, uh, we recorded it in uh rabbit hole studios okay. with uh it's basically just uh a guy. Eric Pulgino. Eric Pulgino is his name. And uh I met him from um the way I met him, I was building a retaining wall at his house and just started shooting shit with him one day and we we're talking, you know, talking about music, and then uh a few months later ran into him at the gym and you know, he was like, Oh, you, you guys, you're still playing. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, well, Hey, I, you know, I got a little recording set up in my basement. If you guys ever want to come over, you know, lay down some tracks. I'm like, do I? Hell Yeah. yeah. So we, we originally did, uh, s- uh, six tracks with them. Um, those were with our old drummer, uh, Pete. And then, uh, we went back and added, Four, four more for the to make it full length. Um, a few months later, so that was one of the reasons that everything just kept getting pushed back. So like, if you want to do something, do it right. You know, totally. Yeah, Might as well go go all out. I've always that's this. You know, that's all I've always wanted to have like a full length album. Like even if no one ever listens to it, like look at this. Look at what I did, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah. And then we had our friend uh, John Miller, who actually direct or um, recorded and um, mastered our e- our previous EP that was the release show with yeah. you guys. He uh, he mastered that guy for us and did an amazing job uh, at Ice House Recording. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
5: I uh, what played drums on four of those tracks, mm-hmm. and I don't think you can tell the difference. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah like they recorded they mixed with a the different album. drummer mm-hmm. at a different time, like you know, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it, like.
2: I yeah, the only reason like I could tell the difference just because I know, but otherwise, yeah, they they sound fantastic, which is crazy, especially for drums. Because I mean, just two different takes can sound oh, totally. completely different. You know, some um just because there's so many so many microphones in the the room that you're in and this and that oh, to different sized drums, yeah. different placements.
0: Different feels. Some one drummer might hit harder than the mm-hmm. other. Keep Size it. of kits.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm stoked for you guys. Um, it was awesome to sit down and talk with Did you, you just all. Say you're
2: psyched. Yeah. <laughs>
0: 24 7 motherfuckers
2: uh uh,
0: uh, yeah uh, we gotta we gotta set something up again soon maybe in in the winter or something like that that'd be fucking awesome Uh maybe like a halloween show or something else fucking now we're
2: talking yeah that'd be fun all right Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) we gotta figure that out um anything else we want to drop before we stop the conversation stone cold killer Um, social medias yeah, talk to Nate us. on Twitter, SCK yeah. Pittsburgh, on Instagram,
2: <laughs> yeah, SCK Pittsburgh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, is at SCK Pittsburgh. YouTube, like I said, Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, much, uh, yeah, all the platforms,
4: Amazon Music, Google, just, uh,
2: yeah, just.
0: Type "Stone Cold Killer" into your uh, internet search bar of yeah. preference. Singular,
1: <laughs> singular, just one. Just yes. one. There just can only be one. only one. There can only be one. Oh, so not Stone Cold Killers. killers. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, you get, no, that, no, a not, yeah. Oh, get that a lot. Oh, we get that
2: a lot. it's the biggest pet peeve. And
0: there's <laughs> <like on laughs> flyers and shit. Oh yeah, people,
2: like it happens all the time.
1: Like, like you send actually, a bio. How does that happen? You send a bio with your name spelled out, and you are like, "Oh, you're Killers." Yeah, there's the Stone Cold Killers, killers, on,
5: killers yeah. on Facebook from like the UK or something, and like, like they get tagged. Yeah, get tagged yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a totally different band. Like,
5: yeah, yeah. Like, so we just got, like, played a show with you last month. How did yeah. you mess this up? <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, like it'll you know make them you know the
2: the name will be a link. So you click on it, and it goes to an entirely different band Uh, from England.
0: (laughs) So many people spell Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S. It's my huge pet peeve. uh, Um, I've gotten, like, S-Y-K-E-Z. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, how lame do you think I fucking am? Like, (laughs) Like, I already know I'm, like, off on a bad foot to begin with here, but, like... Give me a Z. break. Come on now. S Y K E Z. Christ. <laughs> Touring with twisted. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound like some psychopathic <laughs> shit. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Wicked clowns. <sighs> Anyways, uh, is that it? Is that so it? Thanks for having, having us, Brian. So yeah, Thank it. you very much. Awesome. This is tight. Uh, I'll be oh. back again. That's sweet. Outro starts like this. And that's all folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. One more time. Pat, Curtis, Kyle, Nate, Stone Cold Killer, and to our missing compadre who is not here. It was, it was, I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2018 Wicked Clowns. Whoop,
3: whoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, hell yeah.